0: You're listening to the St. John's Diamond Creek Podcast. This episode presented by CMS Mission Partners, Kate and Tavis Beer.
1: The Bible reading today is from Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19 to 25. A call to persevere. Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way opened for us through the curtain, that is, his body, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. Let us not give up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another and all the more As you see the day approaching, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
0: Well, we're so glad to be with you here today to open God's word together and to share how God has been at work in the Northern Territory. Just over 10 years ago, people here in Diamond Creek partnered with CMS to send us as missionaries to the Northern Territory. Throughout those years, with your support, we've been working alongside Aboriginal Christians and church leaders, providing leadership development and assisting the creation of ministry resources in local languages. In those 11 years, we've lived in five homes spanning the remote community of Nookah, the rural town of Catherine and the city of Darwin, and our role has taken us regularly to all the Anglican parishes in the Northern Territory, as shown on the red, by the red crosses on this map. It's been quite a journey, and we can't hope to do it justice in the brief time we have now. But we hope that as we think about God's word together, that we can share some stories that will encourage you to continue to partner with CMS, to send workers who will encourage more and more people to draw near to God with confidence, with unswerving hope and full assurance.
2: Well, there's been many contenders, I'm sure you can imagine, for the most adventurous drive in that 10 years. Uh, But as I read this passage in Hebrews, one in particular came to mind. I'd been asked by the leaders in the church at Minyardi to come and support them to run a kids outreach day. It was a really exciting dream and I was really glad to be part of it. So the day I set out from Catherine, it was raining. Uh, The roadside was teeming with life. There was insects and birds, greenery everywhere, water beside the road. And it was really quite fun actually to drive through the puddles on this beautiful day. That is until I got to the last gate before the community. As I opened, got out of my four-wheel drive and opened the door to open the gate, all I could see before me was water. Is this okay? I said uncertainly to my passenger. She's a local lady from a nearby outstation. Yeah, it does this, she said. Well, reassured that it wasn't too unusual, I drove on. As the water rose up the doors, I began to frantically search my memory for any memory of dips in the road or any drops or culverts. I'm sure it's flat, aren't we going to be okay? Well, as the water started to keep rising, and then when it went over the bonnet, I confessed to sheer panic. White-knuckled, I gripped the steering wheel and I prayed out loud, Oh, Lord, you parted the water for the Israelites. You can do it for this truck. Well, the water dropped, the car kept going until my little truck was again on dry land. With a thumping heart, I drove on up to the church and passed the first houses. The rain had stopped And there, under the little carport known as St. Barnabas Minieri, sat four church leaders who'd gathered to pray for me. I was so encouraged, and I felt so humbled by their love. And they were so encouraged. God had answered their prayer, and I had come despite the rain. And what resulted was a really wonderful and fruitful time of ministry together as we planned that kid's day. What an act of grace that God, our way maker, opened the way for safe travel that day.
0: Well, we'll tell that story, not because it's good four-wheel drive advice about how to approach flood water, but because it picks up some of the feeling of this Hebrews passage we'd read earlier. Can you feel the joy, the relief of God's rescue Just like this image of a cascading waterfall, the movement in this passage unfolds in three stages. In verses 19 to 21, God makes the first move by opening the gate, a new and living way through Jesus. We were dead in our sin, cut off from a proper relationship with God. But through Jesus' death and resurrection, we were brought to new life. And second, so God's move then opens a way for us to move closer to him. And that's in verses 22 to 23. This new and living way changes those who embrace it. And when we're holding unswervingly to God, God's love then overflows and spurs us on to love and good deeds towards one another. And that's in verses 24 and 25. And the flow-on effect of Jesus' love and faithfulness to us is like this cascading waterfall. It cannot be contained. As we're caught up in God's grace, the natural overflow is to spur one another on in love and good deeds, spreading out among us so that we are all encouraged. So we also want to thank you conscious of the way you also upheld our ministry with your prayers and financial support. For 10 years, we regularly asked you, our supporters, to pray that God would give us safe travels on challenging roads. And God answered those prayers over and over, and sometimes in the most miraculous of circumstances. The God whom we follow is faithful and abundantly generous in answering the prayers of those who draw near.
2: So as many of you would know, English is not the main spoken language of many of the remote communities in the Northern Territory. So for us, equipping leaders included supporting Aboriginal Christians to develop ministry resources in their own heart languages. We worked with leaders on many such resources, even including a whole lectionary The North Australian Lectionary, which sets out a system of readings uh, for Sunday services that's based on the top end climate, countryside and seasons. However, the most significant ministry project we were involved in was the publication and development of the Creole Prayer Book. We were so pleased to see it get over the line to publication at the end of last year just before we left the Territory. So we want to show you a short video now, uh, which has Aboriginal church leaders and others telling this story from their own perspective. Leaders of Creole-speaking churches wanted the prayer book translated into their heart language very much. Their commitment to this work was demonstrated over 10 years Demanding countless hours of workshopping, drafting, checking, and redrafting the text.
0: Anglicans, for hundreds of years, have had a very important principle that Christians should worship God in their own language. God has given people a whole bunch of different languages, and so to honour God's gift to them of the language that He's given them, I think, is really important.
3: Well, this one I was thinking of mainly for the um, next generation. English is more hard than Creole for them. It will be easy for them. So it's like simple. And the prayer books helps me to understand God's message and how to talk to God in prayers. It helps me to open up my book if. Somebody in the hospital, and we can have prayer. Mm. The prayers, there, have different occasion. you know, maybe somebody sick or somebody been ready to pass away. Sunday service or a funeral service, and mm. baptism, mm. everything. Mm. Yeah, it is like me just saying and reading it with my own language. In heaven, your name is probably high Haibala, and Malabar one day, anybody got to use him your name. Malabar one day, you got to come on and get a post long Malabut. And Malabar one day, all the people here, like every country, got to eat your word and take notice on you. Fessions, and we ask God to forgive us. We open up to him. Mm-hmm. So this prayer of forgiveness. And mm-hmm. really, strong one. Well, God himself will be inside way, and himself will be moved and brought the way. But God will be kind and brought the good, and the more they want, why don't go away free. <laughs> like, I you know, I mean, talk, I mean, jump out, I mean, heart, I and mean, touch him when I mean, talk God from God and light from light, you know, and I I have a ninja, I got him, you go all the time. Mm-hmm. And in day, that son will go out. It took us a little bit long time to try and come up with words, and we've done it. You know, I can't get over it, you know, <laughs> it's, it's so amazing. Uh-huh. happy, joyful, good being here, this unexplainable happiness that we got, there's no way, no way, no word. I'll be happy to those who will be holding it and reading it and using it. And when we seen it, the like tears been come out the way mm. and we we'll have be taking there to God for all that time when Kate and Tavis been work, mm. work with us, started running.
1: 2012.
2: We hope that seeing these Aboriginal leaders share what this ministry work has meant to them has encouraged you. Equipping leaders and supporting them in the needs that they've identified is a really powerful thing and this is what your partnership in this work over the last decade has enabled.
0: Well, another way we've equipped leaders is to mentor emerging leaders. It's so encouraging to talk with those who have found unswerving hope in Jesus and are striving to keep their eyes fixed on him and the path of life he has opened up for us. When we first met Craig, he was engaged in youth ministry. Craig had a heart for the youth of his community to find the path of life just as he had. And in 2020, it was a great joy for me to lead his ordination retreat and see him take up an increased leadership role uh, at NUCA. Uh, this is Edwin. I've met him with, me, we met with him many times over the last decade. We've prayed together. I've given him training, support, and encouragement. And again, what a joy to lead his ordination retreat late last year and see him take up the mantle of church leadership out at Numbawa, and I feel a sadness that it's no longer my role now to walk alongside them. We were sent to equip Aboriginal leaders, and we've asked you to pray many times over these years for these men and women. So many answered prayers. There are so many more good stories of how God has been at work. I could go on and on, because we're so encouraged by all that God has done in the lives of these precious brothers and sisters.
2: Holding unswervingly to the hope we profess is easier said than done, isn't it? Unswerving hope is such a rich metaphor when roads are muddy. In wet season, in order to stay on the road, we had to run mud terrain tires. Their deep, studded pattern, their wide footprint, gives grip in even the slipperiest of moments on the road. But as Christians, our grip on hope rests solely in the death and resurrection of Jesus. Our hope in salvation beyond this life can only be unswerving because our security is based in what Jesus has done and not in our own merit But holding unswervingly to hope is not a solo sport. That's why we're urged in this passage not to give up meeting together. Friends, we need each other. We must not give up trying to meet. There's been many times over the last 10 years, uh, as I took pastoral visits out to remote communities, to visit a leader I might find them discouraged, ready to give up. I have to tell you the truth nobody's been coming to church much, or there's been a lot of fighting, or I've been so sick and I'm so tired. So I would sit and listen, and seeking gently to restore, to encourage them to remember that they're not alone, that Jesus is with them by his Spirit. I even developed this yarning map, which helped those conversations a lot, And often we would end up reading the Bible and praying together. Early on, I used to get quite a shock at how fast the malaise can shift. It wasn't at all uncommon for the church leader to end the prayer by saying, right, you've got a truck, jump in your truck, go and gather some people and let's have some fellowship together. There's a lot of power in meeting together encouraging one another in the faith, spurring one another on in love and good deeds so that we can hold unswervingly to hope. We've recently returned to Victoria, as you know, and we can feel the pull here too. It hasn't been an easy few years here in Victoria, and we know that. So we hope that these words in Hebrews are an encouragement here too. Let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. Not giving up meeting each other, but encouraging one another and all the more as the day you see the day approaching.
0: In the communal cultures of East and Southeast Arnhem Land, meeting together is an important feature of the discipling work we were sent to offer. So over the last 10 years, we've had the joy and the challenge of facilitating a lot of gatherings for kingdom purposes. We're grateful for your prayers and encouragement for the gatherings of people for KCC. The Catherine Christian Convention has been a valued opportunity for Christians from across the territory to gather for over 50 years. But over the last eight years, while I was chair of the organising committee, we had to negotiate some significant change in order to keep going. I thank God that the hurdles were handled and that KCC will continue. We facilitated over 35 training events, largely through the Diocese of the NT, to encourage, train, uh, to mentor and support Christians around the Territory. We ran healing groups for those who had experienced trauma, griefs, and were struggling to hold on to faith. We were even able to gather Christians in the prison for Bible study worship services, and so that they could encourage one another in faith and spur one another on to love and good deeds. So we're not here today to boast in all the things that um, us two, us, Kate, and I have achieved, but to encourage you by reporting all the things that God has achieved really through our uh, working together in partnership. So thank you for partnering with CMS to send us so that we could partner with the Christians in the NT so that we can all be encouraged by how faithful God is.
2: Well, after hearing all these good stories, uh, you might be tempted to say, well, that's great, the job's done. No more need for missionaries. It was a great grief for us that in departing the territory for this next season, Um, We needed to hear those who we'd served, share their anxiety and their sadness, as they wondered aloud who would walk with them now, who will support them now. All over the world, there are Christians who are desperately under-resourced to share the hope and love of Jesus in their communities and in their heart language There are people who don't know hope yet, who don't know Jesus has opened a way for us to draw near to God. And so we're really glad that here at Diamond Creek at St. John's, you continue to partner with CMS and with others so that um, we can continue to proclaim Jesus our Good Shepherd all around the world in various contexts. We hope that you'll continue in faithful prayer. We were so thankful for the prayers of people here at Diamond Creek in the time that we were in the Territory. Your partnership in these things is making a life-giving difference. It is enabling others, spurring them on. So please don't stop your support just because we've come back. Um, But all the more as we look to Jesus' return, let us spur one another on. We hope that you've been encouraged. As you've heard about how God has been faithfully at work in the top end, And how your encouragement to us has enabled us to encourage others. And our prayer is that you will be spurred on, encouraged to keep meeting together, spurring one another on, and that not only encouraging one another here in Diamond Creek in this area, but extending that love to others all around the world beyond, and all the more as we look to Jesus' return. Amen.